You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. We're going to give you a little bit of an update on coming out for love. I've got a little bit more for you. And I, we're also going to talk about tonight's episode of The Bachelorette, a first in Bachelor, I said Bachelorette, a The Bachelor, first in Bachelor history tonight, still curious about how the hell we're doing this and how they're going to spend two hours in London with one date. We're also going to talk about Bachelorette stuff that I actually did some research on. We are going to discuss, without any spoilers, Ant-Man that I saw Friday night, and then Megan Fox is getting cryptic. We got to talk about that. And we will get to that momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. Skips, skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash RealitySteve65 and use code RealitySteve65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash RealitySteve65 and use code RealitySteve65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. So when I last left you on Friday, in regards to coming out for love, which was supposed to be released this weekend, I had said it had been postponed but it is not canceled. If you had purchased a bundle, you should have been refunded. If you have not, please let me know. But everybody should have gotten a refund already. The money actually should be in your account. If you haven't even gotten an email or the money returned, let me know. But I heard a little bit more over the weekend, and basically, without getting into mudslinging or anything like that, there just wasn't an agreement Things that were promised weren't um, held up on, on on certain ends. And the bottom line is, coming out for love, because they are an independent filmmaker, Nicole Kahn, that you heard last week, is an independent filmmaker, and it's their production team. They want more control over what they put out there. And like I said, it has nothing to do with the content of the show. It has nothing to do with the contestants, anything like that. This is all a technical thing, and they have to find a new streaming service for it, which I think they're going to do. What I've been told, like I said, it is not canceled. It's just being postponed until they are figuring out exactly how this is going to work, where they're going to stream it off of, and in addition to working with me, the code that I'm giving out actually tracks back to how many people signed up through me. That's something that in the two weeks that we promoted it, they weren't able to figure out because the code was supposed to work and it didn't. It just got to be... Uh, a whole mess. So it's more of a technical side of things. They are going to get it figured out. And as soon as I hear exactly when it's going to be released and on what platform, I will obviously let you know because I am working with them on it. So they will tell me and then I will relay it to you. Tonight on The Bachelor, not The Bachelorette, Steve, like I said in the open, (laughs) we have a first, a very interesting episode to where Zach gets COVID. They are in London tonight. He has a one-on-one date with Gabby. And after that, the day of the group date, he finds out he has COVID. 
as far as I know, this whole episode tonight is London. So, not really sure (laughs) exactly how they're going to cover two hours on it. Me and Kristen Baldwin discussed this on Thursday's podcast, but apparently they are because I don't see anything that points to them starting in Estonia at any point this episode, which would be the sixth location. Rose Ceremony number five is tonight. It's done on Zoom because Zach has COVID, and outside of Gabby's date, there are no other dates. So I guess they're just going to milk it. Maybe for the Rose Ceremony, they extend it out like I was talking about with Kristen. Maybe it's one person each. Everyone's in their own room, and Zach dials them up and says, will you accept this rose versus putting all the women in one room? I got to imagine they have to separate them, right? And the other thing was, like I told you, one of the women gets COVID, but I don't know who it is. And as I updated on the 6th, when I came to you and said, I found out what happened in London and that's that Zach got COVID and we're having a Zoom rose ceremony and that Katie was the winner. I had also put in there that Mercedes and Kylie were the two women that were eliminated in London. I don't think Mercedes and Kylie are one of them has COVID and that's why they were eliminated. I don't think. So that also brings into question, well, wait a second. If one of the women got COVID this season, why did they get to stick around and wait it out essentially until they tested positive and Logan didn't last season? But I guess we'll see how that all plays out. Maybe they don't come back in Estonia. I'm not sure because I don't know who got it, but I just don't think it's Mercedes and Kylie. And I know they are the two that go home tonight. So I guess we'll see what happens with that. Who else gets COVID? Granted, it seems to be the, the easiest guest would be Gabby just because she had a date with him. I'm assuming they kiss numerous times and then he tests positive the next day. But I've talked to people who, live with a boyfriend, live with a spouse, live with a girlfriend, and that person got COVID and they didn't do anything and sleep in the other room and change up their habits and they never got it. So we obviously know this is some people get it and some people get it worse than others. I got COVID once and the worst symptom I had, knock on wood, was I had a very red throat for one day, very scratchy, very red. The next day, that turned into congestion all day. And then the third day, I blew my nose for 24 hours straight, and that was it. That was my experience with COVID. I tested positive for six days, but I only had those three symptoms the first three days. The last three days, I had nothing. But I still took tests, and I tested positive for six straight days. It was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And then I tested negative on on the following Tuesday. So we know it hits people differently, and clearly, and maybe Gabby is the person. I'm not sure, like I said, but I think this is something to where we're going to, certainly going to be able to answer that question or ask that question if it's one of the women that gets it in London, she gets to stay and travel with them and meets up with them in Estonia, or maybe she skips Estonia and joins them in Budapest because she was still testing positive while they were in Estonia, that's something that I don't know. But if that's the case, it does allow us to ask the question, okay, 
why would that woman be able to stay on until she tested negative and rejoin the show when you told Logan last season, hey, you got COVID, you got to leave. Bye. We don't know. But we will know after tonight exactly how that plays out. But look for that tonight. Should be a fascinating uh, interview. It should be a fascinating episode, although, man, filling this with two hours is going to be quite a, a time kill. So we'll see how it goes. Last week I brought up the idea of Bachelorette. And you know the numbers by now. Been 20 people who have gotten the role of the Bachelorette. 19 seasons, but 20 people have gotten the role because Claire and Tasha counted as two in one season. And only two of those 20 finished outside of the top four in their particular Bachelor season. Katie Thurston finished 11th, Hannah Brown finished 7th. So we know they come from the top four. So everyone's talking about, well, who's going to be the next Bachelorette this season? Oh, probably going to be one of Zach's women. And if it is, you know, 90% of the women who have become the Bachelorette finished in the top four. So that would leave Gabby, Charity, and Ariel as possible candidates. So then you say, well, what if it's somebody from outside the top four? It possibly could be. Could be someone like a cat. We don't know. She finished fifth. It's possible. Who knows? I haven't heard anything about who's interviewed for anything. So I have no idea who it is. But the one thing I brought up last week was regards to, well, what if they chose somebody from a past season? And off the top of my head, I was like, I just don't think there are a lot of single women from the past seasons, at least that finished in the top four. Look at these top four women from the last five Bachelor seasons, so not counting Zach's. Let's just say they don't pick anybody from Zach's season. Do you know what their choices are? And this is just top four of the past five seasons, so that's 20 people. You know how many are single at this moment? And I'm not counting. I, I So I, I'll take it. Let me, let me take this back. I'm not going to count Gabby and Rachel because I'm assuming neither of them are going to be the Bachelorette for the second seasons in a row. So we've got 18. So I have to eliminate two, Gabby and Rachel. So we've got 18, the top four of the last five seasons minus Gabby and Rachel. The only two, there are only, if I'm not mistaken, there are one, two, and three. And one of them is a former bachelorette. Clayton season. Susie, single. Gabby and Rachel don't count. Serene, engaged to Brandon. Matt James season. Rachel, no. Michelle, no, but she's not going to be the bachelorette. So technically four. Um, She's not going to be the bachelorette again. Bree, single. Serena P, no. Peter season. Hannah Ann, no. Maddie, no. Victoria Fuller, no. Kelsey Weir, no. Colton season. Cassie, no. Tasha, I guess Tasha single. But again, Bachelorette, are they really going to make her the Bachelorette again? Probably not. Hannah G, no. Kaylin, no. Ari season. Becca, no. Lauren, no. Kendall, no. Tia, no. If you want to even go back two more seasons, Nick season. Vanessa, no. Raven, no. Rachel, no. Corinne, no. Ben Higgins. Lauren, no. JoJo, no. Kayla, no. Amanda, no. So you could even add two more seasons, eight more women. So 26, because i got to eliminate Gabby and Rachel. 26 women that all finished in the top four of the last seven Bachelor seasons. There's literally four women that are single. 
and two of them were former bachelorettes, Michelle and Tasha. So we assume they're not getting the gig. That leaves Susie and Bree. Now, I'm not saying they're choosing Susie, but if they were to choose one over the other, I would think it would be Susie just because Susie has remained within the Bachelor Nation world. You know, she's co-hosted some podcasts that are Bachelor-affiliated podcasts. It makes more sense. Bree is just kind of off and done her own thing. She was in a relationship with somebody not Bachelor Nation, but not anymore. I just don't think that Bree is part of anybody. She's not on anybody's radar. And Susie would be more because she had a breakup with Clayton. She's done podcasts. She's co-hosted podcasts that are Bachelor-affiliated. It would make sense, but I have no idea if she would even be interested in it, let alone do it. But my whole point is you talk about, well, why don't they get somebody from a past season? I just I just read you the top four of the last seven seasons. Nobody's single. Like, outside of Susie and Bree, there's nobody. And if you really think they're choosing somebody outside of the top four from a season that was even three years older or worse, it's just not happening because those people aren't on the tip of anybody's tongues and their t- people aren't part of the conversation. I think you're looking at Matt's women or Susie. Like that's uh, not Matt's women. Jeez, keep messing this. I was looking at Matt on the screen. You're looking at Zach's women or Susie. I, I really think those are your only options. And I have, and, and Susie is just because she's a single woman from a recent <laughs> season of the show. Who's relevant. I, that's it. That's all I got. It's not because I I heard that Susie is interviewing for Bachelorette. I have no idea. But it was more my point of I'm just trying to find single women in this franchise that could even be a possibility. And there's just not a lot at all. So there's that. Keep that in mind when you're thinking of who could possibly be the next Bachelorette. And don't forget the Women Tell All tapes this Friday in LA. Hopefully I'll have some news for you um, over the weekend. If not, I'll wait till Monday or Tuesday, but we'll see. But that tapes this Friday uh, for Zach's season in LA. All right, let's talk a little movies. I'm not going to ruin anything. This is not going to be a spoiler review of Ant-Man because it just opened late Thursday, Friday, I'm sure not all of you listening to this have seen it or maybe want to see it. But my overall impression was of all the MCU movies that were in Phase 4, outside of Spider-Man, which I really liked. I thought that was the best Spider-Man that they did. This was probably the second best movie since Phase 4 started. At least enjoyable for me. It kind of has that MCU feel to it. It wasn't as much of time jumping as I thought it would be. So there's that because we know the quantum realm is can get a little tricky. And that's where, you know, the movie pretty much takes place in the quantum realm. If you haven't seen any of the MCU movies, don't even bother trying to figure it out. This is just for people who are into the MCU stuff and have seen these MCU movies. Maybe you have kids that are into this stuff. You Then you know what the quantum realm is. But I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. I just like any movie with Paul Rudd. I've liked all the Ant-Mans. It had some good comedy, good action, very MCU movie. And, of course, it has its mid-credits and end credit scene 
that gets everybody talking. And this movie was no different. It had a mid and it had an end credit scene that kind of sets up the rest of phase five. Sure, maybe you've heard that by now. If not, that's okay. But it uh, it was it was definitely oh sweet okay we get it now. So be prepared for that. But good movie overall. Really liked it. Better than Doctor Strange. Better than I actually I liked Black Widow, but that was more of a prequel movie, or because we know that Black Widow is no longer with us. She died in. Uh, in um, Avengers, what was the second one called? The first one was called Infinity or uh, Endgame. We know that she dies in Endgame, so this was like a, a prequel to that. I, I liked I liked Black Widow. I'm trying to think what other movies were in. And, you know, there's a bunch of movies and TV shows that were in Phase 4, so let's not forget that. I did like Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. I did like that. Eternals was god-awful. It was just horrible. Falcon and Winter Soldier series is the only is one of the three things that I didn't see in Phase Four. Loki season one got very very confusing for me at least. Uh, Black Widow, like I said, liked it. What if season one, kind of confusing. Eternals was just just garbage. They should do away with every single one of the those Eternals should never be in a future MCU movie. Just pretend it never happened. Hawkeye the TV series, okay, I wasn't enamored with it but i see that they are doing more with hawkeye more with his partner played by Haley steinfeld and also more with echo she's getting her own tv series in, in phase five spider-man no way home was excellent moon knight didn't really care for doctor strange in the multiverse of madness eh, was all right miss marvel eh, it was okay thor love and thunder i didn't think was all that great i didn't see i am groot she-Hulk, Attorney at Law, I watched like the first three episodes. It didn't keep me interested. Werewolf by Night was a special I didn't even see. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, I did like that one. And then the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday thing I didn't even see. So that was phase four. And like I said, I saw 17 of those 20. But outside of Spider-Man and Wakanda and Black Panther and Wakanda Forever and, and Shang-Chi, everything else was just kind of average for me. But this was a good start to Phase 5, if you want my honest opinion. I really liked Ant-Man and interested to see where it goes from here. And finally, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly might be having issues. There's already reports that they are definitely broken up, but now Megan is trying to figure out what she wants to do. She wants to give him another chance. And a lot of that stemmed from the fact that, well, she deleted her whole Instagram. And Megan Fox was quite popular on Instagram. She deleted the whole thing. Then rumors started coming out that he cheated on her. Yesterday, she took to her Instagram account, reactivated um, it, or she didn't delete her Instagram account. She just took every picture off. So now she's only got one post on there, is that, and that's what she put up yesterday. And it said... There has been no third-party interference in this relationship of any kind. That includes, but is not limited to, actual humans, DMs, AI bots, or succubus demons. While I do hate to rob you of running random, baseless news stories that would have been much more accurately written by chat GPT, you need to let this story die and leave all these innocent people alone now. 
that I'm assuming is in reference to the person that apparently Machine Gun Kelly has been accused of cheating on her with is his drummer or guitarist in his band. I, I, I don't know. I forget which instrument she plays, but she's in his band. She's the one that fans have gone crazy about and said, oh, this is the one. And Megan's out here saying, like, look, no, it isn't. But she also hasn't addressed where she stands in her relationship. But the fact that you deleted your whole Instagram account and took all the pictures off, we all know. We all know how it works. It works in the real life that way. It works in reality TV world that way, Bachelor Nation that way. Once you start posting less with your significant other or just take off all the pictures altogether, people know something's up. And we all know something's up. We're probably going to find out sooner or later. Someone's going to release a statement. Or maybe they're going to try and get back together. But unfortunately, man, if Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox can't make it work, is there really any hope for the rest of us? Really? Yeah, I, I think so. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple Podcast. Much appreciated. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now talking about NFL coaching hires, NBA All-Star Weekend, the All-Star Game ratings, the XFL relaunches this past weekend, and some more college basketball for you. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!